Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reister on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio. Uh, so grateful that you tune in each and every week. Uh, it, it is Friday, and Friday is Encounter Day. If uh, I hope that you'll show up uh, to the Encounter service tonight. You don't need a reservation. You don't need to sign up. We have a free dinner at 5.30, service at 6.30 at 1301 Brandon Road in Nicholasville, Kentucky. That's where Church of the Savior is. If you're looking for a church home, we have a service on Sunday at 9 and 11, simulcast at at 11 o'clock. Pastor Steve Pearson, our lead pastor, has been on the Encounter radio show all week. He's with us again this morning. Welcome, uh, Steve. Uh, So grateful to have you on the radio show again. Well, it's a great privilege to be here. I love Bill Reeser with all my heart. Carolyn and we have a great team and a great board and uh, it's we the Lord has given us a good family but our church family we want to serve the city we love the city we love the lost we love to pray we love to be generous we love the schools and we're just grateful and we just all need to work together because the times are desperate and they're going to get more desperate and if we don't have an awakening, it, it, it really bothers me because I've walked with the Lord a long time, but my concern is the next two generations. If we don't get the gospel in their hands, what are they going to do? To the natural eye, it looks bleak. Yes. But the more bleak it looks and the more society uh, crumbles, uh as a person who believes uh, that God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that God God doesn't want anyone to perish, that God wants everyone uh, to come to uh, repentance and, and trust in faith in, in, in His Son, Jesus Christ, there's always hope, and there's a remnant that's always praying for that great awakening, that next revival, that next great move of God, because that's what our city needs, that's what our country needs, yes. that's what the world needs. And as long as people are praying, and as long as people are leading people to Christ, we never know when the Holy Spirit's going to pour out His Spirit. And 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 we, why not us? Why couldn't? Why, why not now? Why not now? Uh, it, it, but we have to set the example. We have to be the ones on our knees. We have to be the ones seeking His face, seeking His hand. We have, to ones, we have to be the ones broken before God, praying to God, because Jesus said, my Father's house will be called a house of prayer, not a house of teaching, That's not right. a house of worship. All those things are important. Not a house of discipleship. Those are important. We have, we have 47 different Bible studies that, that people can go through at Church of the Savior, which is amazing yeah. this next semester. But we are temples of the Holy Spirit, and we are houses of prayer. And prayer, when I got called into ministry— um, I know that the Holy Spirit challenged me. He said, said, Bill, you need to bring people to where the action is. And that's my throne. That's my presence. That's, right. that's, that's the throne of grace where people find mercy right. in their time of need. That's, that's the place of prayer. And, I, and so as long as we continue to do that, encourage one another in prayer, encourage one another in fellowship with your heart for pastors and getting other churches to come along. Um, we never know when that next great awakening is going to happen, and we need it in our community. Well, one of my great heroes, I love heroes of the faith, was Bill Bright that founded Campus Crusade for Christ because, you know, as he was dying of that horrible lung disease he had, uh, 
I asked my secretary to dictate a letter. I dictated a letter to her, just two paragraphs. And I just said, Dr. Bright, I'm one of your spiritual sons. And I've served the Lord for, at that time, 35 years or so. And I owe you a lot. And I wanted to just say thank you. Then I said, P.S., could you have one of your staffers send me a 8 by 10 glossy of yourself? And lo and behold, a week later, one arrived by FedEx, and he wrote me a personal note on it. One of the things I loved about Dr. Bright, late in life he learned to fast. And he did 8 or 10 or 12 40-day fast. <clears throat> and it, I remember him saying, when after the first fast, that the Lord visited him like on day 30 and said, I will send a nationwide awakening to America before my son comes back. And that was really encouraging to Dr. Bright. And then about day 38 or 37, then he said, but it's, it depends upon my people, whether they will fast and pray and repent. And I believe our country's moving in that direction because we're so desperate. We need an awakening like Cane Ridge that shook all 13 colonies, like the Asbury Revival. And I came to Christ during the Jesus Revolution of the late 60s and 70s, and I don't think we've had a nationwide awakening like that since. And all of us that came to Christ, we didn't, we weren't aware at the time of it happening. You almost have to look backward and go, wow, that was a special, special God-ordained time. There's been pockets of revival in different places. But I think one, one's coming, Bill Reeser. We have a, an awakening coming, but it's going to depend upon his people seeking his face. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves, turn from their sin, seek my face and pray, then I will come and heal their land. And heal their land. And that's what we got to do. And the fact that pastors in our city are doing that together, the nine pastors that were praying with us this morning, I just looked across that room and we just prayed for an hour, but I thought, man, we've developed good friendships across denominational lines because we've been praying together. And we need that. And need But it. that's a recipe for revival. And I think there's a lot of people that believe that Kentucky is a hub yes. for the next great move of God. I mean, we've got the Cane Ridge Revival, like you mentioned, the Asbury Revival. And there's just a—I've never seen a place with so many intercessors yes. that really believe that the next great awakening and revival is coming, and it may just very well come from, from Kentucky. And so I, people like Margaret Thurkelson sowed for years yes. prayer and other— there's been intercessors praying all over this city, and I kind of I try to tell our people what we're doing is not about now, and it's not about us. It's about people we don't know, and it's about 20 years from now. So don't you think it's that sowing? It's like sowing in the springtime for the harvest to come up in the fall. That's right. I think we're going to see that harvest come. We need to see tens of millions of young people 
adults and children come to Christ, the next generation of missionaries, worship leaders, business people, school principals, basketball coaches who love Jesus, that God will use powerfully. That have radically sold out uh, for Jesus Christ. Uh, now, a hundred years from now, the only thing that'll make the only thing that'll matter is who's in heaven, and who's not. That's right. But the but the well, what what we invest today, our prayers today, uh, pray, you, we can pray a prayer, and, and our prayers will outlive us. Our prayers are eternal. <laughs> they are. In Revelation, which we've been studying, God has these bowls of prayer That's that right. have been filling and filling and filling and filling. I know we got. Um, I know you're a big football fan, and Super Bowls coming up, and uh, but th- those are the best Super Bowls right there. That's right. Those are Super Bowls. Those are really Super Golden Bowls. Bowls of incense. And, and one of the things that God has placed on my heart the past couple of years is a prayer that I've been praying: "Is Lord, tip those bowls in, in people's favor that I've been praying for." That's right. As we intercede for our city, our church, and our country. Uh, we could use a, f- a few of those bulls tipping so that re- the next great revival and awakening happens. Yeah, we need the Lord to break in. You know, we need prayer, but we also need biblical unity, not uniformity. Yes. Not everybody believing or saying the same thing or looking or ministering the same way, but that we love Jesus, we love the Bible, and we love God's people. We need that unity. And the devil has got a great plan if he can keep us isolated. I mean, there are churches on our street on Brandon Road that I didn't even know the pastors just a half a mile down the street. And one day the Lord just got on me and said, go down there and introduce yourself and take that brother to lunch. And so there's a lot of love among pastors just on our street because of having lunches and talking and praying together. But uh, have you ever seen a a musk oxen? Have you ever seen one? You probably have one in your backyard. Being from New York City, we didn't have a lot roaming around the streets of East Harlem. Well, these big creatures are kind of like a big cow with these curved, awesome horns, and they've got great woolly coats. One of the things about those creatures, that when the Arctic wolves come after their babies, they do something that the body of Christ and pastors should do. They get in a circle with their horns facing out toward danger, and they protect the young and the weak. And that's a picture of unity, Bill. That is. That's a picture of unity. It's a wonderful picture. And so we have enemies that hate us. and We've got to protect each other and care for each other. And again, my heart, I love everybody, but the Lord's assignment is for me to help love pastors and help them. Yeah, because if we can help them, they're going to be able to help their churches and their families and their youth. And their new and their newborn babies, their newbies in Christ, because right. uh, they need to grow them up and they need protection. And for so many Christians that get attacked, because when you when you sign on to be on Team Jesus, you're also entering into a war. Yeah, you got a bullseye. You you do. There's a bullseye on your back, but God doesn't want us to fight for victory. He wants us to fight from the place of victory, and He wants to teach us how to have authority and victory in Jesus Christ, who has already won the war. But we have to fight the battle. 
and we need to fight the battle together. Exactly. We, we need to protect each other. We need to show the enemy a strong force. We are together for the cause of Christ. Well, there's power in unity. Yes. I mean, it's power in prayer. When two agree to touch anything that, that they ask for, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. One person who could put a thousand to flight, two could put ten thousand. And when there's biblical unity, uh, it's it's beautiful and pleasing right. to the Father, and that produces favor and blessing. That's right. And so we need that, and we got to put down some differences, and and just we're on the same team. I remember a friend of mine. I grew up Catholic. I got a friend of mine, Peter Tishoni, who married Anna Maroney from New York, and he'll always ask me questions. You know, it's, when I came to faith and I became a pastor, one of the questions, he, he would sit me down in the restaurant for hours. He would say, well, tell me the difference between what you believe and what, what you do now than, than me, because I'm, I'm a Catholic, you're a Protestant. He calls me Protestant. I said, Peter, that's a terrible way to start. We should talk about what we have in common. Yeah. We both believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We both believe that the Father sent the Son to die yes. on the cross for our sins and if we put our faith and trust in him we'll have eternal life and our sins forgiven you believe that right yeah. he says i do it that's where we should start that's right and uh and so he was he was amazed by that but i'm amazed that and that's where that's what we're doing that's what you're doing with pastors by getting pastors to pray we got about 30 seconds on our show uh why don't you encourage our listeners uh by wrapping up the week maybe praying for our listeners well, ministry comes out of relationship, yes. and if we can build relationship, we can do great ministry. So let me just pray. Father, I thank you for people that are listening to this great show. Thank you for Bill. But Lord, we pray, release the spirit of prayer in Lexington. Give us a heart of repentance. Give, give us a heart to know not only the lost people, but Christians too in our neighborhood. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser and Pastor Steve Pearson.